I'm Natalie Mills. And I'm Sarah Stark. And you are listening to The Lumpy Mother, the podcast where we show up for our kids by showing up for ourselves. We are not experts. We're just two best friends and moms who love learning and laughing together. I have a one-year-old son and a three-year-old daughter. And I have four kids, an eight-year-old daughter, and three sons who are eight, six, and two. So, if you want to know, you are definitely not the only parent who ate pack after pack after pack of fruit <laughs> snacks after your toddler went to bed last night. Nom, nom, nom. That is the only time that I regularly, like, snack is after my Me kids too. are in bed. Yes. yes. Yep. I just had, like, I don't know how many fruit snack packs. Oh. I'm like, these are delicious. Yes. I do that all the time. <laughs> uh, but anyways, if you are like us, then you've come to the right space. <laughs> yes, you have. As a reminder from the last episode, we're changing things up a bit for the summer. Yeah, so usually we each do three topics, a yes, a no, and a hello. So like something good, something bad, and something random from our week in parenting. But for this summer, we're going to do one topic each. Whether we decide for that to be a yes, no, or hello is kind of up to us. So there'll be a little bit shorter episodes, which makes it not only easier for us during our busy summers, but hopefully also for all of you parents out there that are running around and doing all of the sports or beach days or whatever else it is. Um, hopefully this makes it easier for everyone. Yes. And also, if you like what you hear or you don't like what you hear or you just want to say hi, email us, please. We'd love to get your emails. And you can find us at lumpymotherpodcast at gmail.com. And maybe we'll read it during one of our episodes. Yay. Yay. All right, Sarah, you're first this week. First off, I'm do, you, first. do you have any rewinds before we really get started? Uh, no, not really. Okay, I have a little um, one. Yes. <laughs> so it's a little, a, little. We are recording on the 4th of July, and so we went to Nick's grandparents for uh, a pool thing. And I, like, wore a swimsuit just with no cover-up or anything like that, just, like, around the pool, not even in the yes. water, in a way that I haven't in years. I just kind of decided Ugh. that, like... This is ridiculous. And anyone out there who has struggled with your body changing or just body image in general knows that it's not as easy as just saying, like, I'm just going to wear my swimsuit while I walk around and everything on my body shakes today. And so, yes. um, but it was like I had more fun with my kids because of it. So that's all I got. Oh, I bet but. you did. You're living life. That's what it should be all about. Yeah. Ugh. I'm so proud of you. Awesome. Good for you. It was awesome. I haven't done that for years either, but it reminds me of there's a show I really love. Mm-hmm. I've only watched the first season, but Trill. Oh, it's based yes, off of with a novel Bryant. by Lindy West. Yes. With, yes. Oh my gosh. So good. But there is one scene in the first season mm-hmm. where all these large women are in their bathing suits yes. just swimming in the pool and totally there was something that was just like I've never seen anything like that. It was it made me so happy. And yes. feel so much joy because everyone should just be able to live their life and enjoy the pool regardless yeah. of their body. Because exactly. um, the average woman is not what they say we're supposed to be, whoever they mm-hmm. is and wherever that's coming from. But yeah, yeah 
All right. Well, so what's I your love yes? that rewind. Thank, Thank you. you. Okay. Yes. My yes is the, so I feel like um, my parenting optimism has been kind of reinvigorated this last week. So a friend of mine and I were talking and she's like, she's, she was saying how she doesn't even want to try new solutions because she's just so worn down. And I definitely mm-hmm. got into that, that point. I think um, as any parent with a young, you know, toddlers know, yes. it's just exhausting to handle a tantrum the way you really want to handle it as a parent every single time. Yep. Not seeing any results from that, et cetera. Um, and as everyone who's listened to this podcast before knows, you know, my daughter's super strong-willed and it's incredible. Um, but that makes any kind of transition or anything mm-hmm. extremely difficult. And so this, like three days ago, um, I decided that we're going to move her to her own room in her mm-hmm. own um, bed, good, which is like good for a you. huge deal, huge deal. Oh, like something that awesome, I would have thought before parenting and be like, OK, what's the big, you know, I'm sure she'll just go to sleep. Right. That's like what we do as humans. <laughs> but no, not not a three year old, not a three year old. Um, yeah. So um, prior to that, we've been co-sleeping, which is just me co-sleeping with Evie usually because, um, you know, the bed's just not big enough. Mm. <laughs> and we kind of had it down um, and Ben and I would switch off, too. Um, and every night was just horrible. Absolutely mm-hmm. horrible. And so, yeah, we did it three nights ago. The first night was rough. And then the second night, she did it all yes. by herself. All by That's herself. And awesome. I was just like, um, so not only was my optimism reinvigorated because it's like, okay, we did something new and it actually went well. Yeah. <laughs> this is amazing. But also someone that's important in our life, been in my life, um, gave it just started like brainstorming and he actually had really good advice Mm -hmm. and you know sometimes like when I start hearing advice I think I automatically turn my brain off I'm like Mm -hmm. it's probably not gonna be anything I haven't heard before and I just have been so pessimistic about these transitions Mm -hmm. and um but not only did it was his advice good but it was like oh I've I didn't realize I'd lost this optimism of trying new things mm-hmm. um, because when Evie had colic it's like we would look everything up and nothing worked and then from there everything just seemed harder no matter how oh, much I read yeah. or anything and so it can just be really discouraging because parenting is just such a long game so yeah. anyway I I just wanted to bring that up because I think it's so great to kind of click out of that and to see that we were in kind of a slump of pessimism, like, oh, time to go to battle today or time to, you yeah. know, instead of, all right, how are we going to make this work? And what else can we try that's new and might resonate better with Evie, especially if she's gotten older and understands more. And um, so anyway, I, we helped her work through, she's, a, you know, she's afraid to be alone in her room and she's worked through her fear. And we talk about feeling proud of ourselves and she wakes up and is like, I'm so proud of myself. And I was so proud of her being so proud of her. I'm so proud of her for doing it, but also like feeling proud of herself. Like, yeah, that she's recognizing that emotion. Yes. Um, And so it's been a really nice change of pace, very refreshing. And I guess I wanted to say it to the parents out there you know, it, it just seems so hopeless and we can get so burnt out, especially after the pandemic. Yes. But it's possible to reframe, and sometimes it will actually work, guys. Sometimes it does. I mean, I mean, it's only been three days, but two of those nights 
have been wonderful. Oh, that's amazing. Actually, what if I have my time? It's amazing. I didn't have any time to myself for like the last three or four months because we were no. co-sleeping. Yes. So she'd go to bed with me. You're just like 24 um, hours a day with her. And yes. Ben and I had no time together to talk or to just sit and just yeah. be in each other's company. It was very unhealthy for so many reasons. There was a couple moments, you know, I that I liked co-sleeping, but the negatives just way out outweighed Absolutely. the benefits. Um, you know, I do think she felt safer, but at the end of the day, I have to take care of myself too, or I cannot parent well. Yeah. Um, during well, the day. So it goes think, back to like a self-care thing. Like I had to draw that boundary. And it's not even just self-care for you. Like you've just said, she's learning how to become proud of herself and she's doing these yeah. things. So it's not just that it's good for you to get her in her own bed. It's also good for her. You know, it's like yes. it's good that she's going to be <sighs> sleeping in her own room. She will probably also sleep better once she's used to it, you know, probably without. Well, and she's more on a schedule, too. She has an yes. absolute bedtime because before it's like, I don't want to go to bed at eight. No. So kept her up so that she could go to bed oh, with me yeah. and I would at least have a little time at night. But I love that framework, too. Like, like um, a lot of things I come across online agree with what you just said, too, mm-hmm. where hard things are a great opportunity for the kids to learn. And, yeah. like, viewing that as a parent, it helps helps me with the hard times. Like, mm-hmm. okay, this is also, it's hard for a reason, but she'll learn how to get through something yeah. hard. Like, a transition or change or something new or working through fear or her big emotions mm-hmm. even more so. Absolutely. So yeah, thank you. That's, that's great way I'm of so at it too. proud of you and I'm so happy for <laughs> yeah. you because that's huge. Yeah, the only time that Nick and I usually have together is um, especially during the school year is after the kids are in bed. Yes. So I can't even mm-hmm. imagine like losing that and then not having any time and Having kids at that age where it just feels like you're constantly like taking care of them or it's just like such an active kind of caretaking, you know, and so you have to be hands on all of the time and then not having any time to sit and be even by yourself. I just I don't know how you did it because I can I I couldn't tell you I could not. I would not. I did it, but it was there were days where I'm like, I just don't want to parent anymore I wasn't looking yeah. forward to it because if I don't have that hour or something at least an hour yes. a day which yeah. isn't that much to ask no in it's not <laughs> um, an hour of day does wonders just to sit in silence just mm-hmm. or just to do whatever I want to just also to turn off that side of my brain that's always looking out for a little child oh, to make sure yes. they're not getting hurt So it's like you have these other senses turned on and you Mm -hmm. can never relax those senses until you're by yourself and you know the kids Mm -hmm. are safe. Yeah. And even then, you still got a little, little something going on in case they they wake up at night. But, uh, yeah, you know, in that those the mom brain of ours, I feel like that's something like we're just on higher alert all the time to protect Mm -hmm. our young ones. So maybe that's why downtown's even more important for us moms, <laughs> because oh, our body mm-hmm. is literally in this state of like hyper arousal to protect our kids. Yeah, I absolutely. I don't know if that's true, that's but true. it makes sense. I didn't look that up. <laughs> <laughs> no, it makes sense in our head because it is like constantly for me, it's like constantly counting heads, especially if we're out of the house. It's the yes. Charlie's usually in a stroller, so it's just constantly going one, two, three. 
one, two, three, one, two, three, one, two, just like over and over and over and over again until we return back oh to the gosh, house. That's maddening. And it if is. You had to do that all the time without, yes. without being able to turn that off for a little bit. Yes. And so, and that's why like I can't really bring, even we have really good, t- I can still kind of relax at the beach, but I can't do something like bring a book to the beach where I'm right like, that yes. level of relaxed. You know, I can yes, sit down, exactly. but I can't, same thing with the park. I might be able to sit down, but I can't like take, turn my brain off, you know, cause it's just right. Constant. Or even go into like, and just enjoying the outside yeah. part. Yep. Well, I'm so unbelievably excited for you because this is a huge huge deal this week has been a turning point because of that i feel so much better ben and i get to hang out again i missed him so Uh, much i mean just like months of not even really getting to see your best friend you know like your spouse or even just like you see him every day but it's just like you never actually get to be with him yeah (laughs) yes oh that's gonna be awesome i'm so happy for you Thank you so, so much. Yeah, it was. Yay. It's been great. Um, yeah, that's a really. And good I also one. feel like like it's a win as a just a parenting win. Like uh, maybe I am doing something right. Oh, you just you feel absolutely. so lost all the time. Yeah, you know if you know what you're doing or whatever. But it's like an actual um, like visible reward almost. You know where some of yes. these things it's like we're teaching our kids how to handle. Um, hard moments, but you don't see a payoff for any of those things most of the time, you know? So this is, you've been working hard and now there's a payoff and that's that you get to sleep in your bed without a child. (laughs) Oh, it's it's glorious. (laughs) It really is. Oh, that's amazing. Yeah. yeah. I'm so happy for you. Thank you. All right. So how have you been? Where are you at today? What what do you want to talk about? So I have a, I have a hello for us to discuss. (gasps) Yay. Hellos are my favorite, even if they're hard for me to come up with. They're so fun. Um, (laughs) you're going to laugh at this. I already love it already. Just the way you're laughing makes me very happy. Because you're going to laugh at me when I say this. I already know how this is going to go. We are going to discuss the pros and cons of me getting pregnant again. <laughs> I am not pregnant. But <laughs> Natalie, I, I kind of am by, I sit in a very selfish position where I want more of your time and I do not want a baby to take away from that. <laughs> I am very possessive of you, so I don't get to see you in person often enough. And and I, I love Nick very, very much. So I'm much. Like he's on... a wonderful, wonderful person. That's a con, major con. <laughs> Major selfish guy. But when I see you, I don't want Nick to talk to me because I want every moment of my time to be spent with your words. Um, I literally and now you're just gonna add a baby to this. Ty- I just typed it under the no baby list. <laughs> Not that's, enough. Well, okay, that's time. my very very self centered con, and so, that's the first thing that came to my mind. Can I? So the reason that we have been discussing this lately, I I really we always said four kids since we were well when we were engaged. Nick was like, I want nine children, and I laughed at him and said that will never happen. Um, and so other and than now, look at where you are. Yeah, 
But other than that, we always said four kids was like that perfect number for us. So we thought we were done. All of these things. Okay. Part of the problem is that there are like five people on Facebook that have just had baby girls that are the cutest things you've ever seen in your whole life. They all have like (laughs) dark, fluffy hair and they all I mean, they're just like so every time I open Facebook, I'm I'm just bombarded with all of these things. Okay, and then there was a moment. I think it was two anniversaries ago. I don't think it was last year. Um, Nick and I, because we used to, like, for our anniversary, we'd get a babysitter for the day, and then we would go out for the whole day, like, to the beach and eat lunch and all this stuff. Oh, so so we, we were at Lake Michigan. We were on the beach just relaxing and this like most adorable family walked by and they had like six kids and at the same time nick and i kind of looked at each other and we were like see when i see things like that i think that that could be us you know like yeah there was something about seeing them just i don't know i it it like something clicked inside of me so a mix of like that kind of opening that door even just a little bit and now everyone's having babies um and i don't know why but recently i've just every nick's okay here's the problem nick's one job is when i get really like right around the time that aunt flo is coming around and i get really hormonal (laughs) every so often i'll be like i want a baby and nick's only job is to tell me no no. okay that is his only job (laughs) and this last time he just kind of went eh and I no, Nick. and he like shrugged, and, I, and then I got really angry at him because I because Aunt Flo was visiting and I was hormonal in that direction as well, and so then I got we got in a fight because I was like, "You were supposed to tell me no. Now you have given me the the like you've opened this door that there's a possibility that we could do this again, and so it's just it's a whole. Can thing. Can I just pause you for a second? This reminds yeah. me of the one time I cried when Ben and I were dating because he told me he never wanted to have a horse (laughs) (laughs) I was definitely hormonal my childhood dream was ruined (laughs) that's amazing (laughs) yeah I thought you liked that one as a fellow horse girl but uh (laughs) oh my word that's so Um, funny I feel like this is a very much a head versus the heart oh 100% yes like like, yes, because every all of the pros you just gave me are very heart oriented. Oh, no, oriented. I have... I can never remember which one that is. Yeah, I but all the cons I can think of are very mind like, oh, yes, you're going to have to get a limo. I so here's the thing. I typed out a pro and con oh, okay. list and the con oh, list is like okay. four times as long as the pro list. So here we go. Here are the cons. We're going to start with that. Uh, number one is being pregnant again. <laughs> Oh, you were so sick with Charlie. I I, you sick. remember how sick you were? Yes. And it's only gotten worse every pregnancy. Yes. So there's that. Like, okay. Way, like you were like debilitating. I was like, could sick. not stand up sometimes because I was so nauseous. Yeah. Um, <laughs> n- number two is the fact that babies are expensive. <laughs> so expensive. Like, we shouldn't i just like don't and i'm not great at breastfeeding and so like they're extra expensive because of formula number three is that charlie 
is two. We've just bought him a toilet, like a potty training potty, which means that we're about a year out from possibly being done with diapers. That would be amazing. And so we've already done that thing where everyone was out of diapers and we had to go back to it and it was not fun. So there's Mm -hmm. that part. Uh, number four is the fact that we would have to create space in our home for a baby. And we do like, there is a, we have a, um, pretty good sized house, but, um, every space in our house has a purpose. (laughs) So like, what are we going to give up the playroom? No, I refuse. We need a space that can be a disaster all of the time for the kids. So that's something we'd have to problem solve. Um, as you previously mentioned, we would have to buy a new vehicle because even though a minivan will technically fit seven kids, it will not fit seven car seats. That's something we need to talk about on a whole nother day. They got to start. You're going to have seven kids. No, 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 no. Sorry. Seven people. So we could have five kids plus the two of us. No, 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 no. But um, <laughs> so technically there's five seats, like three in the back and two in the middle, but you can't fit three car seats in the back. So you no. like we'd have to buy. And I already looked up the price of one of those like 15 passenger vans. And honestly, it's about the same price as if we were to buy like an SUV. It would be the same and we could fit a dog and all of the kids and all that stuff. Anyways. So, I mean, it would be annoying, but it could be done. Uh, the next step is the fact that vacation is so much harder when we're younger and we're just getting to Charlie's getting to an age where like vacation can happen again for us. Mm-hmm. Uh, and along with that is just like the fact that getting out of the house period is harder with lots of little kids. Um, yeah. Okay, this one is this one is a little bit heartbreaking for me. This reason to not have another baby is that like that means that Charlie is no longer my baby. You know, like he's always my baby, but he's like the youngest right now. And there's something that's like really novel about that for his like experience in our family is because he's the youngest, you know. So I think I mean, he likes babies, but it would change that for him. Right. Um, mm-hmm. The other thing is that, like, there's pretty serious health concerns for me. I'm on blood pressure medication right now. I cannot get pregnant on this blood pressure medication. But if I'm off of it, I am um, like hypertensive. And so, you know, like I if we did yeah. get pregnant again, I would have to be able to get off of this medication, like get my blood pressure under control first. OK. Um Okay, this is this is something because I've watched your experience <laughs> with Evie that first year. I never had a colicky baby. But like what if we have one more and that's the colicky oh. one? You know what I mean? And what if like we've had really for the most part good Well, that'll be your last baby. It's See, no, <laughs> But it's true. Like what if we decide to do this and then they just scream all of the time and I hate myself for the first year. Mm-hmm. Um the fact that I'd have to I feel like I would have to put my dreams on hold again cuz it's just like so hard to prior prioritize time and all that kind of stuff. So what and, are the pros again? <laughs> Yeah, that's the problem. It is a lot of cons. (laughs) And I didn't realize it was this many cons until I sat down and typed out this list. Um, Yeah. And so uh, the last con, of course. some of them are really big, like your health and stuff. Yes. Yeah, that's a major Um, one. That really scares me. Yeah. I'm I'm leaning towards the con. I'm probably not the best person to talk to about this. No. Okay. Yeah. Because I'm like. We'll summarize this. Oh, yeah, go ahead. Sorry, yeah. when you're done. Well, yeah. my last con is not enough Sarah time already, as we added earlier on. <laughs> but, 
<laughs> uh, if I have to choose between Sarah and a baby, maybe the choice is Sarah. <laughs> I mean, I, you know where I stand. <laughs> I obviously feel very highly about myself. <laughs> so for uh, yes, there's only four things. <laughs> One is even the possibility of having another girl. And that's not a reason mm-hmm. to have a baby, like hoping that we have another girl. But I love like it would be so fun to have for Ava to have a sister, especially I think it'd be fun for her to have a sister who was like younger than her in this way, yeah. because then it's like she's a mentor too. you know, it's like oh, not yeah. an annoying sister. It's like a really big deal kind of big and for sister. that little sister to have Ava. Like I always yes. dream of Evie and Ava. Ava kind of being Evie's yes. mentor because Ava's just such a special kid. She is, and I think she would. She just like loves. She wants a sister so bad, um, and so there's oh. that too. But um, okay, and the next one is that I honestly I love having a big family. I love our family of six yes. with the four kids, mm-hmm. and I think that I would love having like there's. It's not that like five kids would push us over. We're already to that point where it's just loud and <laughs> right? chaotic. Well, it's, yeah, it's more like what's one more. <laughs> yes, kind of. Um, the other one, and this is like the other side of Charlie would lose that like baby status in the house is that he would kind of have a buddy, you know, because the other kids are all yes. four or five years older than him. And so, um, yeah, you know, that's one, how I was. I was the only one. And my mom yeah. always kind of wished she had one more for me. See, but I never thought of it, though, to be fair, until I got older and I was like, I guess it would be kind of cool to have a sister or something, but yeah. I know, like, you know, it never affected me until my mom said something. Yeah. To, well, I guess it, it probably did. I was kind of always like the odd one out, but. I think um, that for me, it's like, cause Henry and Harrison are so tight. And so yes. seeing them with each other makes me realize that like Charlie really could really have someone special like that. Yeah. Um, and then literally the only other reason is just that, like, we could handle another kid. Like, that's, you know, like, it wouldn't have you be could. this fear of, like, oh, my, would we just be way too and overwhelmed? And you guys. No. Like, you kind of just love, like, you're always doing something and with, like, the chaos. Like, you you do well with I that. I thrive in um, chaos. Like, in, in that kind of chaos, I honestly do. And so... It's, it, oh, it never yeah. ceases to me amaze me all the things you get done and do. And <laughs> if you continue, like, like... You read like 50 books, but also work, but also have four kids, but also make it to every, also run Girl Scouts for whatever. You You make me sound much more functional than I actually. No. Well, I think you're, well, you do. You do seriously amaze me and all that you're able to accomplish. Um, and my, if anyone's going to do that, like this, it does, it suits you guys. Like you, you, th- I, like you said, I think you thrive so too. In well, my big mm-hmm. secret is that I just don't clean things. So I lose all of that time. So I don't, so I don't lose any time cleaning. Oh my gosh. Seriously. I want to hire house. somebody to start cleaning because I have so much more oh. time to, I don't know. Sit around. Everything. I would love that. That would be great. Yes. <laughs> Well, if you have another baby, add that to con list. No yep. sitting around. Oh, so true. Oh, one thing I was thinking of is like you were talking about seeing the family of six when you and Nick were out alone. Yeah. That wouldn't happen for, again, for okay. many, many years. See, that's the con. That's the one I forgot to add that is that like the more kids we have, the harder it is to get a babysitter. Not necessarily harder, but like oh, yeah. you have to have someone 
that can handle five kids. You know, this is not just like the eighth yeah. grader down the street anymore. This is and my mom can do it, but it wears her out. I'm, you know, already oh, with four yeah. kids. Yeah. And so um, so that is definitely a con is that like it adds another layer of complexity to having a babysitter. And Ava, yeah. you figure even if we got pregnant, I was going to say like in four years, she'd be 12. Yes. And she could just know, do it like... herself. Yeah. But yeah. we're not there quite yet. And so anyways. Or it's... not even do it herself. Be old enough that you don't have to worry about her. Yes. Care anyone caring after her really because she's oh care for no herself. already we're at that point when we have sitters she like she she's she kind of likes to be like the junior babysitter almost where she oh, like cute. so that's why i, I feel bet she's a huge help yeah. yes yeah and so that helps a lot but um yeah so anyway so all of those all that being said I don't know. It's so weird. I we had a few days where I was like, "Yeah, we should do this. We let's make a set of goals." Like, I have to get off of the um, the blood pressure medication, which means my best bet for doing that is losing a little bit of weight and eating healthier. Really, it's the eating healthier. Mm -hmm. um, and then let's let's have like a goal for like our savings account or something, just so that we're like. You know, when we do have to buy another car, it's not terrifying, that kind of thing. And we yeah. kind of said, you know, maybe if we hit that goal by January, then we then we reevaluate this. Right. And see if it's yeah. possible or not. But then when obviously I obviously still in your heart, you know. Yeah, exactly. But then when I write down this list, I'm like, what were we thinking? Because I'm also <laughs> the other. See, this is another on the no list is that Charlie is two years or three years away from kindergarten. So I'm three years away from like all of the kids being in school and automatically our life gets easier because it's I can work during school hours whenever I you know it's just all of these things so we put it on pause I mean we kind of put the discussion on we wouldn't be getting pregnant right now but we put the discussion on pause because I tend to get really um fixated on things Sarah you know this about me I do this about everything uh or a lot yeah. of things in my life and so I we I was like I just need to make sure this is not one of those moments this isn't me just getting fixated on yeah. something so Anyways, well, I do think it keeps coming up for you, which makes it me does. think it's not necessarily just a fixation. Yeah. I mean, I don't want to justify it either way. I mean, I think me my, for personally, because I've never wanted a lot of kids, I'm mm -hmm. just like projecting onto you, which isn't fair. So I'm trying to see it from just your perspective. No, I, <laughs> you know, yeah. Every, we should, should we put like an Instagram vote out there? <laughs> Who thinks? <laughs> Natalie's it's going to be resoundingly be no, Natalie. No. <laughs> the, the other question. Well, okay, my two biggest things are like you postponing your life and also yeah. your health. Because there, oh, you yes. have had some scary instances with both Harrison and Charlie. Yeah. That were scary. Well, yeah. Were, I, yeah. Exactly. I don't want to have to go through that again. I know. <laughs> you need and to live so. a very long life so that we can retire together after our yep. husbands are gone. Oh, what like we planned new... all this time. <laughs> um, there's a new Kevin Hart movie on Netflix where he's a dad. Oh, I love him. And yeah. but his wife dies because of a complication oh. of birth. This happens in the first few minutes. This is not a secret or anything. Oh, okay. But and so then it's the story of him raising his daughter all on his own. It's called oh. like fatherhood or something like that. I honestly I can't oh, I remember. I think I've seen maybe some trailers for that. 
Yeah, so she dies from a complication during delivery. And let me tell you, I was sobbing my eyeballs out and I was immediately like, it is not worth the risk. (laughs) It is not worth. Okay, because here's the thing. We had always said that we would be really interested in fostering one day. And so and I feel like if we have another baby, that kind of puts that out the window, because fostering on top of five kids, at least until they're a lot older, would be really hard. Whereas if we don't have another baby we could foster kids we could start that in like two years or a year you know yes. when charlie's just oh, a I little can bit definitely older see you guys as foster parents <clears throat> yes so so that's the other thing is like maybe this needs to be turned into that because if we we i think we would nick and i would both agree we would absolutely be open to adopting again like if it was a um like foster to adopt or even just fostering yeah i can absolutely see that in our future some of these things we would still have to figure out like space and vehicles and that kind of that stuff anyways so the consensus it's still up in the air we'll see it'll be a surprise for everyone i guess <laughs> but <laughs> hopefully not for you <laughs> let's let's have this really planned <laughs> That's out true. That's true. I don't want you getting any surprises. Um, so I want to hear from anyone out there who has five or more kids and tell me if it's a good idea or not. I'm sure like I'm sure that you're like, all of my children are treasures to me. So you think it's a good idea. But like, be really honest. Should is it is it going to be a bad thing? Well, we can keep you anonymous. If you hate yes. having five kids, tell us about it. We will not call Let, you let's, out. Let's keep it on this on my side. Like, we only want to hear if you hate having a whole bunch of kids. Uh, so Natalie keeps her health intact, and I get to spend all the time I want with her as uninterrupted as possible. <laughs> Which is already not possible. Thanks, Nick. So I miss you, funny. too, but, you know, Natalie's but not really. husband. All right, that's it. Yep. Hey, we want to hear from you. So email us, olympiamotherpodcast at gmail.com, and tell us, should Natalie have another kid? If you like what you heard today, uh, there's some really important things that you can do to help others find us. Make sure that you hit that subscribe button wherever you listen to your podcasts. You can rate and review us and then share us with someone else who you think might enjoy our show. And do not forget... Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on Facebook at Lumpy Mother Podcast <laughs> and on Twitter at Lumpy Mother Pod One. And make sure you join us next week to see what motherhood has in store for our lives and yours. Bye.